on the line. Let me just get him there. Uh, Kaniso, a warm welcome. Good afternoon, Roman. Afternoon to the listeners. Afternoon to you. How are you enjoying the Rugby World Cup so far? Well, it's um, quite it's turning out to be quite a tournament. Mm. Uh, but again, um, I see people are, are a bit surprised with the fact that England have beaten New Zealand. But very, at, very surprised. Um, I'm one of those people. That they had, um, the past encounter that they had, which, which the team is true. And also, we look at the progression of this England team. A lot of them are junior World Cup, uh, under-20 World Cup champions. Mm. So at some point, um, that progression is going to push through. Murray, I just to do that Murray Toye. Was, is, is the poster boy of that success. Um, if you remember the 2014 tournament in New Zealand when they beat South Africa in the final with Andre yeah. Pollard was, was captain. So there's been a progression for England and fortunately for them, they've had a very solid, a very solid coaching staff. Also in the domestic system has allowed them to actually access a number of very good players. So again, it's the end of a dynasty. I mean, all good things have to come to an end. Um, mm. Oh, they've been impressed for New Zealand to win the third consecutive World Cup. They looked very much like a team in the quarterfinals that they would do, but in the same in this game, they were short of ideas. They were outmatched physically. They they looked scatterbrained. It was an an, an New Zealand like performance. But again, um, when you put under pressure, you're asked to respond, and the problem is their inability to respond to the pressure England put on them showed. And yes. Again, good things come to an end, and unfortunately for the All Blacks, I think South African fans are very happy with the fact that New Zealand are beaten, but there's still a yeah. significant matter of a quarterfinal, of a semi-final against Wales, and that England team is not going to be easy to beat. No, not not easy at all. I mean, let's talk about that uh, 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 encounter for the Springboks and just how far they have come, and and how would you describe the journey so far for the box? Um, look, they lost the game that they were expected to lose. That was open like game. I think they've shifted nicely through gears. Um, when they beat Canada, they beat Namibia, they beat Italy. I mean, they only conceded one try in those three games. Um, they also only conceded one try in the game. They didn't concede a try in the quarterfinals. So, defensively, the box, um, have ticked all the boxes. Um, Wales will ask different questions of the teams that South Africa have faced so far in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But again, look, there's, 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 there's a significant matter of a final against England at stake. Um, so Navica will look at that final and realize that this very England team is the one that they beat. Um, they, they had a tour, uh, it was all square in 2018 when they met them four times. But Navica won two games, England won two games. Like, crucially, England won the last two games. I mean, albeit the last one they won quite controversially, um, at Twickenham. So there's a lot at stake for both sides. I mean, it would be, to put it this way, it's a best of five. It's too old now. Should South Africa get that far? Um, because still, we can't talk as if South Africa will beat Wales. That's mm. been over the past four years that Wales have had the word over South Africa. So, um, England, um, the way that they progressed, I mean, they beat, they beat Australia in the quarterfinals. They beat New Zealand in the semifinals. Generally, when teams do that, um, 95% of the time, they go on to win World Cups. Yeah, it is interesting. And I have been saying uh, since the beginning of the tournament that I feel a trophy coming home here. We have to talk about Cheslin Colby, though. Um, out um, and this man that everybody is saying happens to be or will be player of the tournament. Look, it's, um, it's, it's painful for South Africa to lose Cheslin Colby. But again, there were signs in the, um, I think it was Italy game where he had an ankle issue. And I think they had, the management could have been better. Um, yes, it would have been a crucial cog. Japan is a very tough team. 
But mm-hmm. I think in hindsight, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, so it comes to twenty twenty benefit. But I think the, 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 they could have missed risking for the Japan game and used the swoon course with the idea that they, they should get past Japan like they did and keep him fresh for the semi-final. But then on the other hand, mm-hmm. on the Wales, I without Liam Williams, the critical cog in the attack, but in, with that said, the, but the half penny will be starting at fullback for them. Again, the vote about Jonathan Davies back, so they've got two critical, um, crucial experience players um, that um, England, um, Wales, Wales have actually put on. Okay. Um was the talented player. We'll see if experience counts. We saw um, the, the critical factor of experience um, with um, the likes of Sebu Rees, George Bridge, and connected Bowden Barrett not being an experienced fullback coming through. So England's experience showed um, mm-hmm. in today's game. You know what, so can you? Again, it's going to be a battle for experience. Yes. Uh, definitely going to be a battle. But let's talk after that battle. Can you and I make a date right here on the show tomorrow where you talk us through what went down? Um, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Perfect. It's a date. Thank you so much. No problem. Then. More than welcome.